0: Welcome to the cutball Podcast, Keepers of Truth and Bridges of Love, exploring the world through family.
1: Join us as we journey through six main elements, food, art, music, inspiration, love, and yoga. We are your hosts, Ken G.
0: and Bridget Marie. Welcome, Welcome
1: to, to the, the family. family. The light from a stars, they shine us, surround us. All right. This is our first podcast ever.
0: To hear. Yeah.
1: It's been a long time dream and finally got to this point. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here with us. My uh, my name's Kenneth Goff, Bridget Marie yes. Dice.
0: Yes. <laughs> and we will share a little bit of how we got here. On this journey and our dreams of bringing this podcast to life, exploring <laughs> through the elements of the family.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we've been together for almost, what is it, nine years now, and we started our journey with a beautiful vision to open a non healing sanctuary learning center based around these elements. I think we first started with food, art, and music and brought in inspiration, love, and yoga. It spells family. Uh, It's all about bringing us all together, sharing our gifts, helping to heal. And yeah, those six elements are just kind of the main ones that seem to have been really relevant uh, in our lives and things that have helped to really heal through things and what we feel is beneficial to engage in and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) so we can talk a little bit deeper about the elements later first let's get to know each other yeah we know each other pretty well but
0: (laughs) we're getting there yeah we're getting there every day more and more (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's been a beautiful journey Hmm. where should we start (laughs) From
1: the beginning.
0: Dun-dun. But what is the beginning?
1: Well, <laughs> where were you born, Bridget?
0: Oh, that beginning. <laughs> I was born in San Diego. Mercy Hospital. Mm, m- most of my family is born in that hospital.
1: Wow. Yeah. You got a big family. Yeah. yeah there's
0: my siblings, my little, the youngest was not born there, so. Gabriel. Gabriel, yep.
1: Yeah. Shout right. out, Gabe
0: we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I was born there. And then I think about when I was five, my family mo- moved to Northern California, close to the Oregon border, a little town called Horse Creek.
1: Sweet little town. Um, yeah. And you guys still own that same house that you grew up in down in San Diego. Really cool house.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah that was my mom and dad's first house. They were renting it out for a while, so... It's still in the family. It's nice.
1: So, you guys all packed up into.
0: We packed up into my mom and dad's Subaru. It was this cool big brown Subaru. I remember it had purple tinted windows, and it was just I don't know. We just make a big bed in the back and just all the kids pile up and sleep in the back. Wow. Yeah. While we go on a long haul road trip.
1: And there's yeah. seven of you at this point, seven, yeah. seven kids. Yes, it
0: was right after my younger sister, Catherine, was born. So she was the baby, and they decided to hit the road after that. They didn't want to bring their kids up in the city life, and so we moved to the beautiful mountains up there on the Clamth River. And I'm really happy they did that because I love the forest. And yeah. <laughs> it was a good place for kids to grow up. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Seems to be much more beneficial than city life. Although, you know, there's I think benefits to each. Ah,
0: you grew up in the city life.
1: Yeah, somewhat. I mean, as San Luis Obispo, not very large city, um, kind of a small, easygoing town. And yeah, born and raised San Luis Obispo, and went to mission school. Grew up right across the street from the Catholic Church. So the mission school was a Catholic school. So we used to walk across the street, go to church. I would walk to school down the road, which is nice. Ride my bike every once in a while. <laughs> and, yeah. Went to, what was it, being an altar boy? Altar boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: cute. Yeah. Cute
1: little <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 18, moved down to San Diego. I mean, there's a whole lot to tell about my early life, and maybe we can get into that at yeah. some point. But uh, yeah, moved to San Diego, <coughs> went to the Art Institute down there, and eventually met you in a <laughs> beautiful location called Rooted Cava Bar. This is Mystic Water when yeah. it was first. Yeah, Mystic yeah. Waters. So Mystic Water. Yes, and we started working together for about a year
0: mm-hmm.
1: until we started dating. After that,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gave us a great opportunity to get to know each other before dating.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, get to know that we were. Or get to I got to get to know that you were kind man and
1: (laughs) and you're such a special lady
0: Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) but through that journey in the life too it's like I think we've learned so much about that the elements that we want to talk on it's like through food, art and music, love, inspiration, yoga it's like those different things that have helped us on our journey through life so far and continue to help us and expand in different ways. But um, for me, like right now, I'm just thinking about art, like how it's been so powerful in my life. And I've seen in so many people's lives, like how they can u- utilize that avenue of art to, be, to express themselves in ways that sometimes they may not be able to through words.
1: Yeah, you remember when you started expressing yourself through art?
0: Uh, I can, I don't know exactly when. We were always super creative in our family. We always had the ability, I mean, the um, like we always had art supplies, you know, In the nice. time, you know, I felt like that was welcomed in our family and it was like encouraged to be creative and... My mother and father were both very creative people and make beautiful art. Both of them make gorgeous art. So I uh, always felt very encouraged whenever doing any art. So it felt good, but it also felt like you were allowed to, like it was okay. Like if you were sitting there drawing something, you know, it just felt like, okay, I can do this. (laughs) Like I was, um, I don't know, something that freedom. Um. Yeah,
1: nice to have parents that foster that creativity. Mm-hmm. My parents were similar in always having art projects and creating things. And my mom's such an amazing artist still and does some beautiful collage work. And my dad was just an awesome like illustrator, super fine detail pen work. And yeah, definitely see that coming through in the things that I create. So it's nice to have um, surroundings that, foster, you know, uh, enable that creativity to flourish. Um, and if you don't grow up in that, I think it's a little difficult to kind of bring it out. Um, at least I know my dad was always kind of scribbling on napkins and didn't think it was really like worth anything or he just liked to do it and I always thought, like, it's amazing and you should, like, frame those things and Mm -hmm. really, like, yeah, foster it more for yourself. But, you know, whether it was his growing up that he just didn't think it was important. And I even remember going to art school and thinking, like, being an artist isn't going to be, like... um, guess beneficial or like be a good career or something mm-hmm. um and just kind of had the idea that it was a childish thing to do mm-hmm. um and it kind of felt like people around me thought that also um <clears throat>
0: you feel like that's a true belief or maybe like a false
1: belief? Well, I think that it was something that I believed for sure, um whether or not other people thought the same way, is, I don't really know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that even going to art school I had this this inner thought and belief that it was childish and it wasn't like a you know, a strong career path, it was just something that I wanted to do, and it felt like being a kid, and, Mm -hmm. you know, just enjoying doing things that didn't seem to have much merit in the world, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can, you know, draw some things, but then what kind of thing, and I went into graphic design, and it made it feel more like this is a logical path, and I can help people to create logos, and business cards, and websites and those kind of things and it was um, much more pragmatic like useful things to create rather than just drawing for the sake of drawing and just my own enjoyment or other people to look at and enjoy Um, yeah and currently my views on art have definitely changed since then and you did where
0: do you think that came from? views or the yeah the views on it maybe did not being like something worthy of doing or something that was going to bring a proper income it sounds like that you're not feeling like it would bring something stable in the job world
1: yeah i think because uh, going to school like high school i mean it it was like a class but it was just kind of like one of those classes that was (laughs) not taken very seriously, I Uh, guess. It's like you go to art class and it's like, yeah, to me, it just wasn't taken very seriously by students and staff. Um, Mm. And so I think that kind of taught me and um, showed me that it wasn't serious and, yeah not something that i d- would want to continue doing because <laughs> other people didn't take it seriously, so oh, yeah. yeah seemed like that's, that's why interesting, yeah. did you go to art uh, I or you took some, some art,
0: art classes? classes I took some art classes in college mm-hmm. but, um, I enjoyed them <laughs> i mean i love I did some ceramics and then oil painting and what are sculpting and I enjoyed all of them very much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think (laughs) you are much
1: more of the, I uh, just get
0: lost in it. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah, the true creative artist. I see you as being an Mm. amazing creative artist and you have this beautiful, open creativity to create things. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I felt like for me, um, I also did a lot of art history classes taking art art history, but, just learning about it and seeing how um different art uh artists in the past have learned to express themselves through different mediums I thought it was very beautiful and like um <coughs> sometimes I have found it very hard to communicate through words and like sometimes even mm-hmm. just starting this podcast trying to get the words straight to <laughs> for introduction was very difficult (laughs) for me with my words, you know, it's like some words are backwards for me, but with art, I could find, like I could use colors I could use. It was like a whole different language. Like I could use textures and different mediums for different, you know, to express how my feelings were like, you know, I get muddy with us or with paper mache. And so it's like, you know, I'm feeling like this junky yucky feelings, you know, it's just like, or, you know, it's just like you c- it was like a three-dimensional feeling you could create when you're sculpting. It's like, and so that's why I found a lot of healing in it and like being able to create these things like, you know, whether someone can look at it and see what you were feeling or if they, you know, won- wondering, will anybody ever get this? I don't know, but I'm gonna put it out there, you know, and let it loose and create this sculpture or painting. It's kind of, I don't know, just a f- I've always really enjoyed that, ex- that expression of self through that way.
1: Yeah, and I definitely can <laughs> see the freedom in that expression uh, and that that to me is the healing that can occur through creative arts is just that pure freedom to express yourself um, yeah, without holding back and um, doing so in a loving way is... Obviously, we can get to the topic of love and, and the importance of it. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely see you as being the master of the arts as far as, like, helping people, guiding people through their own expression because you're so free in your expression and your creativity through the arts. Um,
0: <coughs> I don't know about master, but yeah. <laughs> well, I
1: see. I see you as best hey, like hey.
0: yeah, helper, guide. Her.
1: <laughs> Amazing. guide. <Hey>. Yeah. <sighs> what else? What else? And what currently, like? you are creating your own art studio upstairs. Yes, which that is fun. A new
0: location. I'm excited. I. I'm very excited to create, a sp- have space to be more creative. And <coughs> for the last nine years or so, we've lived in very tiny spaces, and um, so we kind of, in our new location, we have a lot more space. Ken has more space for his music equipment and sound system and everything. Like, and I have a little space to create for an art studio
1: Beautiful surroundings up here yeah. in the Santa Cruz Mountains.
0: Yes, in the Redwoods. It's very beautiful and inspiring. <laughs> yeah, and a dream come <laughs> true. It's just been we amazing. We finally finished the floor in the art studio. So <coughs> <coughs> perhaps one day we'll put some pictures on here. Yeah. <laughs> but Ken did cool like bamboo flooring. We were short about a little bit of flooring, so we put in... A little bit of tile work, mosaic tile work, tile work. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> which made it just pop even more and yeah. be such a cool, creative little splash.
0: With a little crystal grid inside of it. So it's
1: fun. Yeah. Bridget and I have done a lot of building when we didn't have enough materials. Um, and we salvage a lot of materials, which has been really fun and also kind of makes you pull out the creative side because you don't have enough wood flooring so you pull out some tiles and um Mm -hmm. yeah it just kind of makes you think outside the box when you're when you don't have unlimited funds and um -hmm. only access to certain things
0: and uh, i think (coughs) where you can recycle things too it's like awesome totally way to Bring in reusing stuff because upcycle. Yeah, there's so much already on this earth that could be used, and so the more we can just use what we already have, or maybe what somebody else is throwing out.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> your brother Gabe does amazing work with their nonprofit Endangered Concepts, uh, yeah. and they make Maria. and Maria they make these just incredible sculptures that are filled with trash that uh it's like plastic that doesn't get recycled and then they create these beautiful um forms on top of that and with little truth windows that you can see the inside with (laughs) all the plastic inside of it and what it's really made out of they usually have a plaque explaining it and it's all endangered species that they uh are creating raising awareness (laughs) another shout out to gabe and maria (laughs) (laughs) But your whole family is pretty amazing as far as uh, being artists and woodworkers. They
0: are amazing. Each one of them, uh, just every time I see their artwork, I'm blown away. Like, ah, like, wow, everybody should look, you know, I don't know. It's just sometimes when you're surprised, like, well, I don't know, when you get a peek, even when I, like, peek at your artwork, too, just, like, sometimes, like, wow, you know, like, amazing, like. And, um, you know, sometimes we get to just do that stuff. Like, I was just thinking about how you were saying your dad would doodle on his, you know, a napkin or something. It would be, like, a gorgeous piece of art. And sometimes we see that stuff and we're just like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool, you know. Like, But it's just been, you know, it's either hidden away in someone's sketchbook or or on a napkin, you know, that ends up under someone's coffee cup and (laughs) then (laughs) in the trash, you know. It's just like, oh, my gosh, like, all these beautiful works of art, like, but um, it kind of makes me think about, like, the, those beautiful medallas that the Buddhist monks make, you know, it's just, like, the create, all, all this time creating this piece of art, and then, it's, like, when we can bring our minds to sit there and focus on something, and just create something beautiful, and not be attached to the outcome of it, where is it going to end up, where is it going to be, but, um yeah you know, the how do i get on top of that the <laughs> fleetingness
1: <laughs> the temper <laughs> temporary
0: <laughs> yeah oh, yeah you were saying about all my siblings creating artworks yeah. it's just like oh if i <laughs> if i think about <laughs> all of them like being able to you know put their stuff up in a little shop or something it's just like if we all collaborated did that how cool that would be yeah amazing Beautiful thoughts, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what are we drinking here, Bridget?
0: Mm, we have a little rose and blue lotus tea with mm. some red raspberry leaf. <coughs> um, and a little Yerba Santa. Yerba yeah. Santa. It's helped us clear our throats a little bit for <coughs> giving us <coughs> nice microphone <laughs> voice.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's delicious. So we could talk a little bit about food. Food is definitely one one of the major things I think that can help aid us in our healing because it's something that we do every single day. Everybody eats. Um and the things that we put into our body are obviously going to almost instantaneously create um sweet. Yeah. Is it time?
0: Well, I mean Sorry to interrupt what
1: you're just going to
0: say, but it is your birthday. Talking about food, and we have a birthday cake right here. Special
1: wish candle. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear kid. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, babe.
0: It's so beautiful. (laughs) Make a wish.
1: Yay. Thanks, babe. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous.
0: Food. I cake. (laughs) Food. (laughs) Well, you're on the topic of food. (laughs) Yeah. That's a
1: beautiful, beautiful masterpiece.
0: Lemon raspberry strawberry cake. Poppy seed? Poppy seed. Lemon poppy seed with a little lemon frosted Mm. raspberry strawberry filling.
1: Yum. (laughs)
0: <sighs>
1: yeah. Okay now. Okay now. 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 I
0: didn't mean to interrupt you. But that's all right. <laughs> you were um, talking about you. That's
1: amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, what a beautiful cake.
0: Your food. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying uh, how important it is uh, the things that we put into our body. Um, Bridget and I are both vegan. Um, and feel that that is kind of the best way to feed ourselves, um, as it being one of the most loving ways to feed ourselves, where we're doing our best to not hurt anybody or anything mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. and uh, helping yeah. to take care of the planet.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like to pr- practice ahimsa, where it's pra- a practice of nonviolence. So not killing any animals or any beings, <laughs> living beings, and ex- respecting that they're here on this earth for a purpose. And I know some may say that maybe their purpose is to feed me or something, but uh, maybe that is works for you, but for I haven't found it for myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's so many amazing things out there that we can eat. Other than, you know, animals and the things that come from animals, um, we do find some honey sometimes, uh, that comes from people that are really taking care of their bees and not harming them in the process and shout out another Gabriel (laughs) and Katie Rose, um, Some amazing friends, which this podcast, we're going to be having um, a lot of guests, hopefully, Mm -hmm. in all the arenas of food, art, music, inspiration, love, and yoga. And And yeah, have some in-depth conversations with them about.
0: Some of the people that we've met in this beautiful human family on earth. Amazing. I'm so excited to bring them on here and share them with you guys.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we talked a little bit about our growing up and kind of the things that... A wee bit. A wee bit. <laughs> I think there's so much more.
0: Yeah, but we don't have 500 hours to be on here. Yeah. We <laughs> do, but <laughs> probably don't but want we'll to right now. we are trying to make each show at least an yeah. hour long.
1: Yeah, well, we'll talk a little bit more if you're up for it. Yeah, I think we get. Just about <laughs> uh, music has been such a an amazing healing tool for me, uh, especially in recent years. I grew up taking some lessons here and there with piano and drums, and my parents were able to give me lessons on a few things, which was amazing. uh, Starting out in my journey of um, finding my voice, I sang in the choir in church, and that was incredible. That was, yeah, a huge... Thing that I always go back to as being such a, a wonderful experience when I was growing up. Um, yeah, so music currently is, is one of the main ways that I express myself and find my freedom. Um, yeah, an inspiration inspired to... Oh, you want to well, talk about music a little bit? A little bit. Okay. I was
0: just wondering, when did, that you did, when did you first start, like, writing your own songs and, pl- like, playing? Like, it seems like you gravitate more towards your guitar and singing. Yeah, I
1: picked up. My mom played guitar when I was growing up. Um, she played when she was growing up. Mm-hmm. But she was an amazing inspiration for me to just kind of dabble with the guitar I never took lessons on guitar but it was always in the house and she would play every once in a while and I would just kind of pick it up and pluck around and then eventually like 18 uh, I think is when I really like wanted to learn it and started learning some chords and I was kind of like writing poetry at the time and really liked hip-hop so I was kind of writing raps and kind of singing along and then eventually there was some friends in the hip hop world that wanted some help Mm -hmm. singing on their hip hop songs singing the hooks which was really fun for me because I love singing but I also love hip hop um, and the lyricism behind it and, and all that so yeah started to write basically I think my own Poetry was where the songs kind of came from, yeah, and currently still just resonate fully with guitar, and it's such an amazing portable instrument to take places and be able to create songs and play and sing along to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You feel like, because um, I know your great-great-grandmother, Ha-ha. She was a opera singer, right? Yeah. Do you feel like when you are singing, like, do you ever feel connected to your ancestors, or yeah, like just being able to channel that? Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like it's such a great force coming from you, like a vibrant, but it's like powerful too. But it's like, wow, like. <laughs> but I wonder how connected that is.
1: Yeah, definitely. When I learned that she was it um, it made me want to pursue it even more because it just felt right and I was being supported by family. You know, it's easier to do things when you have family support. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, Brendan, helped to support financially some recordings and actually like printing my first album and nice. it's just amazing to have that support. My mom and dad was always... Yeah, super supportive, and I think ancestral ties can definitely help us as well if we're open to it. And
0: yeah, definitely.
1: um, Yeah, it's not something that I think I actively engage in, but when I am singing, and sometimes it sounds somewhat operatic, (laughs) sometimes I do think about her and like, oh, maybe this is where that's coming from, or. Just those kind of thoughts, but I don't, like, actively engage in, like, great-grandma, <laughs>
0: Channeling.
1: be with me, and, yeah, channel <laughs> through me. <laughs> um,
0: cool.
1: Yeah, because I do, I think our own express, individual expression is important, and the things that we have inside of us, and our own soul, and the expression of that is more important than, like, Maybe not more important, but just as important.
0: Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And you've been starting to do some more singing, which sounds really good. I like what you've been doing.
0: Connect more with my voice. It sounds Um, really nice. Thanks.
1: I'm playing some instruments here and there. Mm hmm yeah. some drums. I want to
0: get more into it. I haven't been doing too much. Um,
1: did you, pl- you play anything when you were growing up?
0: Um, uh, we did take piano lessons a little bit when we were kids, but I don't, I was very distracted. And the teacher would always give us like popsicles on the break. So yeah. I was like, ah, can we take a break now? <laughs> 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 but that was kind of like. Um, I was more into dancing, I think. Like, I love to be, like, like love listening to classical, like, ballet. I love ballet dancing. That was fun. We'd put on little ballet shows and stuff. <laughs> but I didn't start playing instrument until I was, like, like, I really wanted to learn the bass or something. And so... <laughs> was that, was I you think it's that. So... Um, I <laughs> bought a bass. I think I was like maybe twenty or something. And <laughs> you think that's gonna mess it up? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> It'll stop eventually. With the there we go. <laughs> but yeah, I bought a bass, and I I don't know I don't know how old I was. I think maybe I was twenty or twenty one or something. But that was fun. I love. I mean, I love the sound of bass. I also love the sound, the like upright bass. But um, those are very big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I took some lessons because I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna learn. But I um, for the bass. Yeah, for yeah. bass. That was my first instrument I bought and was trying. To, like I committed. I took maybe a year to two, maybe a year and a half of lessons. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I've never had a lot of encouragement for anybody back me up. And so for me that, and even like with my voice, like speaking, like I do speak with people, but from a small child, it was kind of like, which I don't blame my mother too much because she had eight kids and I imagine her... <laughs> um, like, there was a saying in our family, which I feel like has kind of hindered my voice some. But it's, you know, children are to be seen and not heard. And so that, wow. I feel like, is now what I'm 41 now. <laughs> <laughs> my sisters might kill me for saying <gasps> how old I am. Don't tell anybody. I'm the oldest one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Um, You know, I'm still healing that child wound, I guess, you know, where I feel like my mother and father did the best they knew how, but not knowing how that would affect someone as they grow older, like when you're not allowed to express yourself and really, (laughs) you know, you just want to be a good kid. So your parents are happy with you. (laughs) You think, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk. Maybe I shouldn't. I should be quiet. Mm. And so, anyways, yeah. I don't know if we want to get too deep into that, but <laughs> I, I have come to realize that even, you know, just trying to be a good kid and be quiet for mommy and daddy or for <coughs> how that can <coughs> hinder your voice as an adult. Yeah. So... I am trying to reconnect to that because I do love singing and I do love music. And maybe one day I can express myself (laughs) more (laughs) freely. I think there's always room to grow.
1: And we'll talk a little bit about inspiration. So inspiration, I've always thought that that's just like the fuel that keeps us going and the things that we get inspired by motivate us to do what we really want to do. And I feel that we all have that spark inside of us that just needs to also be fostered and and helped along um, and to do the things we're really inspired to do. It seems like a lot of times kids, you know, get put into a box and told to just learn, you know, the ways that
0: School systems. Yeah,
1: the school systems teach us. Um, So I think it's really important to foster that at a young age to to see what each individual child really likes to be doing and help them in that process of, like, tapping into that... um, Yeah, and you can do that at any age. Obviously, it's easier when you're younger, I think, because we just do what we really want to be doing, and and if we're not held back, we just do it. Um,
0: So things that inspire you when you're a kid?
1: When I was a kid, Mm -hmm. it was definitely singing. I loved to sing, and I think that, yeah, we used to have really fun little, like, jam sessions on air guitars and (laughs) jumping through paper and singing like rock stars and just having a lot of fun with it. And that was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And something I'm still doing (laughs) (laughs) and feel like I'll probably continue to do because it's just, yeah, something that I'm really called to do. And cooking is also something that I'm totally inspired by and things that,
0: yeah. What is it about cooking that inspires
1: you? Mm. The sensationalness of it. It it really invigorates all of our senses, the smell, the taste, the texture. Mm. And how much we can help to share that with somebody else and Yeah, it really brings us all together around the dinner table or the breakfast table or whatever it is. It's just something that we all commune around and I really like that aspect of it. But there's just yeah, just so much to it, all the different ingredients that you can get into and mm. just the plethora of ways to to mix and create things. Yeah. Yeah. What are you inspired by when you're <laughs> young?
0: When I was young or, Um, well I definitely was inspired. I love cooking too. So it's like love being able to add all the different flavors in there and spices or just, um, I think, uh, inspire me in my adult life, like learning about what all those different spices or foods and like plants, like all the, all the health benefits they offer. It's like mind blowing what these plants can do for our bodies. When they say food is medicine, it's like, it is so true. It's like, wow. Like, you know, even just adding black pepper on top of your food, how it can, you know, help you absorb so many more ingri- or nutrients out of your food. It's like. Oh,
1: capillaries.
0: Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know, just all these different little ingredients that we can add. It's just, it's fun to create those things. And so inspiring to learn about it. It's like, uh, it's like the earth and all of its offerings, like, uh, like, just, to me, it just feels like it's, like, saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or, like, (laughs) just, like, it's so, you know, nurturing and healing and just, like, abundant in all of its ways of giving life to the, all the beings on life, all the living beings on life. It's, like, you know, walking in the forest, like, it just feels so alive and you just feel like everything is either decomposing and feeding its each other. It's like, you know, the slugs are eating the decomposing <laughs> leaves and the or the alive leaves, you know. It's just like everything is just this crazy circle of life. And it's pretty beautiful.
1: Yeah, <laughs> life is inspiring. Uh,
0: life is very inspiring. I find so many things inspiring, you know. Yeah. Friends' words and art and music different melodies recently. sitting in silence <laughs> can be very inspiring
1: yeah sustainable building practices has been something that's been really inspiring for me yeah. recently and just hoping to fix things mm-hmm. I'm inspired to do that anytime yeah. I see something that's broken I'm I feel inspired to help yeah. try to fix it <laughs> if I can and yeah it ended up getting a general contractor's license because of that (laughs) inspiration. (laughs) Yeah, I love to build things and help to fix things. Mm -hmm. Brings us to love. Talk a little bit about love.
0: Okay, love.
1: The energy of love. One of the most important things in the world, I feel. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And how we treat one another and Mm -hmm. how our energy affects our surroundings.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's
1: like the basis of all life's laws, I guess. Like the universal laws are all based around how we act and the consequences of our actions are based upon whether or not they were loving or not. Yeah. Um,
0: I think it all comes back to us in some way or another.
1: Yeah, not just us, but we're affecting
0: yeah, everybody. Others. and Yeah. Yeah. Com- it's like a chain of reactions. Of yeah. Things happen from the different degrees of love or not loving.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's just super important.
0: Yeah. I feel like one of the just like this comes to mind when we think about love (laughs) or talking about love I remember just having the opportunity to like tell my father that I loved him before he died you know it's just like how many people don't have the opportunity you know but it's like but when losing our father I felt like that really helped all I mean it was horrible and sad but all my siblings be like if Brought us closer together. Like, it felt like we would say, I love you before we leave, you know, each other. We'd like, we would give each other a hug, you know, and be like, oh, I love you. Like, I care. You know, it's like we showed each other that we cared about each other because we knew that it might not, you know, it might be the last chance you get to see them. And like, it was a different kind of, I mean, it was just like seizing that opportunity. Each time you get it, because you never know when it's good, when it's gonna be gone. You know. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think if we can get to the point where we're loving in all situations and all interactions, that to me is like oh. you're golden. That's that's where you want to get to. Yeah. And I feel that's where I hope to get to at some point to always be completely 100% loving in all my interactions yeah. with everybody and with everything and yeah, whether is that's
0: sure it's like yeah or or it's long and you have more and more opportunities to be loving it's like
1: yeah it seems like we're only here for maybe 100 years i mean i think you know some of the oldest people live to be 100 and something but that's yeah. like pretty much all we get here yeah whether or not you believe in an afterlife is a different story and it's yeah Yeah. do what you can with the with the knowledge that you have and while we have our physical form I think it's important
0: yeah I love you so much I love you too (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm. and
1: how we show love everybody seems to show love differently
0: yeah
1: but I think there's a yeah, just a universal understanding and experience of what love actually is. You you know it when you feel it and you can tell when somebody's not being loving and mm-hmm. it's just like a, a, a wayfinder inside of us. We have this ability to detect when somebody's being nice and when they're not, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it definitely. Like. It's like, uh,
0: yeah, I can feel it, I know, when there's something going on or if somebody is maybe they're protect trying to protect themselves from being hurt or something and they're not loving love love in you know it's like they're putting up these walls maybe they've felt like they'll be hurt by it I don't know or or maybe what they thought was love or they're who do you know people have th- I mean if there's so many People that have not experienced, I think, truly being loved, maybe by their caretakers, like their, their, their mothers or their fathers or th- whoever was raising them, maybe didn't get an opportunity to be truly treated with love and respect. So they haven't even received, like, true love yet. Yeah. <laughs> maybe little bits here and there from passing strangers when I feel like we can all be loving in different acts you know like when you tell somebody you know that they sneeze and you say god bless you it's kind of like a it's a kind gesture but or you you know or, or you hold the door open for someone when at the store you know or like help someone pick up their lemons that spilled it's like it's these little tiny acts that we can act with love to one another but you know the I also believe in like the ripple effect too is like how that helps it can bring maybe inspire them to be loving or just wow kindness you know receive a little bit of kindness that came from a loving space or place but just seizing each opportunity we can to be kind and loving to each other sometimes yeah. it's easy and sometimes it's not but the more you do it, the easier it's going to get.
1: Totally. And sometimes those little small actions that we take can have huge effects, mm-hmm. whether or not we see it right in front of us, or it, you know, it, like you said, the ripple effect that eventually gets to this massive wave, tidal wave of love that
0: oh.
1: can help. <laughs> Maybe not a tidal wave isn't the best word, but.
0: But imagine know. that. What would that <laughs> be like? <Whoa. laughs> What yeah. if yeah. a tidal wave of, of goodness flooded through your town or city?
1: <laughs> Coming to a town near
0: you. That's exactly what I was just going to
1: say. And the last <coughs> element, yoga. Let's <I'll laughs> talk a little bit about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Amazing yoga instructor. One mm. of my favorite yoga instructors.
0: You too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um.
1: And such a, a healing thing that we can do for ourselves and just taking time to stretch and breathe Mm -hmm. one of the most important things also i mean all these things are so important that's why we're doing this podcast and and we stand for um yeah learning more about all these elements and that's why we want to bring you along on this journey because we've found all these things to be super helpful and beneficial to us and we want to share these things with you yeah
0: yeah, but
1: what kind? you hatha yoga.
0: Was, I was trained in hatha did yoga. Training in hatha yoga.
1: Do you remember the first yoga that you did?
0: The first yoga I did. Um, or yeah. where it was?
1: Or first I.
0: First experience with yoga I was started in a book my sister Angelina had. <laughs> oh. I think it was Angelina's book. Maybe she got it from the library. I'm not sure exactly, but it was like 28 days of yoga. Shout out, Ange. Thanks, Angelina. <laughs> I remember I was taking care of my grandmother and grandfather on my mother's side and the uh, I had a lot of time to yoga (laughs) 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 so i just started learning out of a book you know And it's just like i remember it's after i went actually it's kind of funny story because it was after i went and saw circus la and i was like blown away by the circus people like doing all you know like the trapeze and like the contortionists, like <laughs> being able to get their bodies in these positions, and like wow, I want to do that. Like I want to go. You know, and I love the costumes. Like I love to sew and make costumes too. So it's like dress up. Like and and plus like the ballet part. So it's kind of like mixing like that. Um, creativeness, the creative of dance and costumes and like everything together and i was like wow and, you know like if i did yoga i could get in those positions <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> so i started like trying to just do a bunch of yoga and like you know learning to stand on my head and stuff that's just like wow that you know uh, that was fun so that was kind of like my first introduction and then like then i think i think i was probably like 18 then and then when i <clears throat> i got a job at um working at this orthodontist office for I probably was like nine or eight years by then I worked I think I worked there for 10 years and then <clears throat> but sometime I think it was like maybe the ninth year or something I was like thinking wow a friend invited me to go to yoga class with them so I went and Uh, It felt so good. And the girl that was teaching it, I was just like, wow, she was like my age. And I was just like, how did you you know? How did you learn how to do this? Like, uh, because I just started thinking, like, how cool that would be to be sharing with people something I actually loved. Like, I was kind of getting sick of working at the job I was at. So I was like, how awesome would that be to actually be loving what I was doing for work? (laughs) And so then I thought, well, why don't you use some of the money that you're working so hard for at this job to learn to do something you love. So then I s- look for a teacher training. Actually, I was wanted to also learn um, massage, but to, but then I decided like the yoga fit into my schedule better than the massage too. because so I want, really wanted to learn Thai massage. Thai massage I think is very, I love that it's kind of like, like some people call it the lazy man's yoga because <laughs> you're having someone else <laughs> move your body for you in these positions. But I love that you can really, really get deep, um, nice, deep body work done. It feels really good. I feel, I, I love it. I know not everybody does, but, um, it's too intense for some, but that is kind of how I got into the Hatha yoga. Yeah. I found out I went to, I. My teacher, I think you're okay with me saying, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Nicole, uh, the Pilgrim of the Heart, she's my teacher there, so I loved it. It was one of the best times of my life, yeah. And, oh, I met so many, like, made friends with all the people in my class, and it was one of the best decisions I ever felt like I made. Like, it was, I mean, I did yoke, but one of the assignment, like, part of the training was you had to do yoga every single day, and so you had unlimited, um, passes to their studios, and their studio, I think they had three, either two locations, yeah, I think they had two locations, so I would go to yoga, like, sometimes I'd go to classes, was probably a little too, I don't know, I would go sometimes three times a day, like, I would just do back-to-back classes, it felt amazing to do that much, like, yoga just, you know, because it's, such a peaceful place, but I feel like uh, one of the things we learned is <clears throat> that you store different emotions in all parts of your body, and so I have really felt like doing that much yoga and just really getting in there and trying to um, pay attention to the different emotions that were coming up and work through it and breathe, just be there in the quietness Of your class and breathing, like, uh, (laughs) it was so beneficial. I felt like, (laughs) and it was fun to experience many different teachers' styles of teaching to doing it that way. And like, because everybody has such a beautiful, unique, unique way of doing it. Yeah. And bringing what they've learned, or their heart is bringing forth to you know, like their words that they speak during the class, or.
1: So nice to have that. Oh. chance to practice with so many different teachers
0: yeah yeah it was it was a good i'm very grateful for that time in life um uh, yeah.
1: and you seem to be very well-rounded in your um, your classes that i've taken from you and it Thanks. maybe came from having gone to so many different classes and having different <laughs> instructors and taking all the little from each that you oh. really enjoy. I feel but like obviously the training
0: you. was very, yeah, they did a lot of really, I mean, a lot of g- beneficial things, I think. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm losing my words, I'm <laughs> 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 but it was very, th- they're very attuned uh, to detail and the anatomy of the body. And like, you know, I feel like really slow, a slow practice can be so much more beneficial than a fast practice. And to really take your time to get into each pose and like um, try to find a good alignment to just to better honor your body in that space. And plus, uh, um, you know, also that yoga is not only on the mat. It's like, it's not only in your, it's not only the asana, it's not just the poses. It's also the practice off the mat. It's like, I feel like where you can, know take that practice of just like focusing on your breath like when you're doing anything you know if you're cutting some wood or like pulling weeds just trying to stay in tune with the breath and just staying in that connection where they say like yoga means like the yoking like the like the union with like our creator right that's what the word means so it's like for me that was another beautiful thing about yoga is just like uh, that connection is so important. um I feel like getting to know you more and it's like knowing that that was such a big part of your life is the connection with God is like our Creator is such a important thing for you because it's always I would say it's almost always been you know there's been times where maybe I was in a dark place, but I've always felt like that was the most important thing. And still, is like even you know I th- feel like any healthy relationship, we should m- that should be the most <laughs> your your first
1: yeah relationship priority with, yeah, yeah priority totally it can definitely help yeah for sure I think if we have our creator as our first point of like. Making sure Makes, that relationship yeah. is good, yeah, and then the relationship with your partner can be even more amazing, yeah, and your relationship with everybody and yeah, everything but gets that more connection, amazing. yeah,
0: and like sometimes I mean, you can use the asana, like the yoga practice, to like it's made to help you ke- like detach f- or just kind of release all those emotions or that stress and tension in the body that may be distracting you from that connection um, and <laughs> connecting with the breath, you know, and trying to quiet the monkey mind a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. What was your introduction to yoga? Or I think it was
1: also a book when I was really young. I think m- my dad had this really nice library full of books, old books. I remember picking up one and it was like Yoga Nidra, I think it was, where the guy was like oh. rinsing out his insides oh. with a towel. <laughs> it's like this whole picture wow. display of how to do it and just like, what is this? What is this guy doing? <laughs> <That's scary. laughs> it was cool though. I was yeah. so interested. I was like, what, what is this magic that he's doing? It, I mean, it, to me, it was like a magic trick. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's like... I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, using a towel and actually, like, washing out inside. Anyways, uh, never done that, and (laughs) don't know if I ever will, but um, that was, yeah, my first introduction to, like, (laughs) that side of things because, obviously, growing up Catholic, um, didn't have much of that. I think my dad was always interested in, in... kind of Eastern philosophy and thought, and he was a transcendental meditation practitioner um, for his whole, or at least all of my life. Um, I remember being really young and walking in on him, just meditating, sitting quietly with his eyes closed and just kind of breathing and not moving and (laughs) thinking, you you know, he's asleep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But just kind of sitting there, s- sitting up, um, that was just, yeah, that was also introduction to meditation, which um, I think yoga helps get us to that point of being able to sit in meditation because the practices of asanas, all the postures and the breath work do clear out our energy and allow us to then sit quietly without the monkey mind mm-hmm. going on and on and without any thing in our body yelling at us um, to then have that pure connection where we can sit quietly and pray and talk um, and just be clear, have a clear connection. Um, yeah, and then getting into yoga, good friend Shara um really kind of brought me in and showed me the beginning like the postures and breath work and eventually took a teacher training with a dash shout out a dash from rooted Kavabar. (laughs) um yeah amazing so all these elements uh we're going to be talking more in depth uh it seems like we're probably getting to the point i think uh I don't know what time it is but
0: <laughs> hopefully we didn't go too far over yeah time. <laughs> i think we're good
1: we don't really have a time limit thank you guys for watching and we hope you tune into the next one yes
0: yeah, it it's so good to finally get on here and thank you for giving us this opportunity to share <laughs> yeah our dreams
1: we hope you join along on Let's the next questions.
0: ones yeah yeah yeah, we'll bring some great guests on here, mm-hmm. good friends and family. And yeah.
1: Planning to have some chefs, some artists, some musicians, some motivational speakers, some healers, yogis, yoginis. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the good stuff. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Love you. Love you so much.